Warning, the following program is not recommended for religious zealots, for it might make you think for yourself and question your God. May you forever burn in hell. Oh, and God loves you. Enjoy the fucking show. Hello, welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. All right, rest of the world, all of America is about to commit suicide. We're about to jump off the fiscal cliff. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, wait, the world still goes round and nobody gives a shit? Nah, fuck it. Don't worry about it. The Fed can create more money. We won't have to worry about anything. Ha, you're fun. <clears throat> so goddamn fun. Yay! What, what do you mean I'm fine? Fiscal cliff reference. Fiscal cliff's don't funny. Give a shit. That is the major story right now. Which is well, why it's only because it's got like a, like it sounds so intimidating. Yeah. It's a fiscal cliff, and everybody knows what happens when you go off a cliff. <laughs> it's like tunes as the cat. That actually brings up a really good point. I think uh, for most of our society, we use way too many false analogies when we God talk to people. It. Yes, we do. Very, Fuck very you, true. Assholes. No, I mean that—that that is true. We—it's we, incredibly well. Annoying. They have to because they have to be able to sell you the fake news that they try and present to you, so they can get better advertising. They have to have some kind of way to get you to keep watching, and by doing that, they just have commentary, opinions, and uh, flashy little shit that they can put on the screen, like fiscal cliff. Yeah, yeah. False analogies are fallacious. Fear is always great. And oh yeah. If you can make somebody, you know, fearful. Yeah, it does sound a lot better. And then they start saying, well, it's not really a cliff. It's it's more like a, a curb. <laughs> or, <laughs> it's like, that doesn't sound intimidating, yeah. though. Let's go back to the cliff. That's much better. We're about, about to hit the fiscal speed bump. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Wait. I don't really give a shit, to be honest with you. It's not going to make any difference to me or my... Actually, my... That, that brings up another point I'd like to make. Do you all find it funny that we set up policy like, you need to have your balanced budget completely done by the end of the year? No, and I, I work in accounting. I don't. That's a company thing, man. Got to get shit ready for tax time, Holmes. Got sure, that's great for a company that can't. He's talking about government. When you're talking about a government entity, and you're talking about how the economy is playing out as a whole, mm-hmm. why not run deficits when you're doing badly, and then surpluses when you're doing really well? Well, that's like right now. See, there's a business cycle that cycles. Right now, with the economy still kind of being sluggish, now's the time that the government should be spending a lot of money. You know, doing infrastructure and stuff because the interest rates are at zero percent. Now is the time for the government to be borrowing cash and doing all these programs. It's just annoying. So for them to not be is kind of ridiculous, and I don't know. I, I don't even really care at this point. It, it's fuck a goddamn, em, dude. Fuck them. It's a mess, and it's going to continue to be because Democrats and Republicans can't work together. They're like fucking school children. That's that's the biggest thing when it comes to politics, and that's why I want no part of it. And I think that we just need to. Uh, just wipe the slate clean and come up with something new yep. uh, because nothing does get done. Nothing gets done because they don't even give a shit about the voters. They only give a shit about the voters when they actually are going to vote. But beyond that, it's more about, you know, what they want for themselves. Yeah. And and what benefits them. So next show, um, probably half our audience will have killed themselves because of the fiscal, cl- the fiscal <laughs> cliff. And his, his, you know, it would just be hysterics uh, out our, there. Our audience isn't that stupid. No. Nah, we got smart audience. They know. 
They know what's going on. They listen to us. They got to be brilliant. Or at least hopefully, you know, getting more brilliant. <laughs> hey, plotting, plotting a big, big, just long laundry list of shit we've said that's wrong. It probably <laughs> well. Well, no, I, I, I have had somebody <laughs> that like they, they came up to me and they were saying that they, they listened and, uh, you know, it, it's they never really bothered to kind of look at the issues that we talk about. But because we're talking about it, you know, I was pretty much telling this guy, hey, you got to listen to the shit. And he like he had a, he said he had a the first episode like obviously which was crap and everybody knows that but you know after listening to the first episode <laughs> content wasn't too bad it well he just... figured out after listening to the first episode that he needed to have a pen and paper handy because it always brought up like questions in his mind and he would just write them down and then go do his own research so yeah I mean he was getting it from us but he was at least going out and being proactive and trying to do his own research and trying to figure out. You know the his own answers to his questions, which is great. I mean, I definitely am an advocate for any of that, as long as your sources are credible. And I think that's one thing about what we're doing because we do try and hit on all the different topics. I mean, we don't know all the shit either. That's why we try and do some research on it. I mean, like I have a point of view, and I try and find stuff that kind of goes more towards my point of view. I'm not going to lie about that. It's like any doctor, any documentary filmmaker, or anybody out there. I mean, you you have a point of view, but. The good thing is, you know, we try to do the research and try and put these things out there. And I think that's all it is. You know, we could throw a topic out there and hopefully somebody will listen to it. And they think that we're a bunch of jackasses, but maybe it'll make it interesting. Like a lot of people don't know about like fracking or something. Yeah. Depending on where they live. So I didn't hear about that until I did the show. That's like, what I mean. It was just not a thing that we gave a shit about. So. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it might, it might, uh, yes. <laughs> so, it might sorry about that I'm, you're absolutely right it might sorry dude i'm having fucking technological issues um yeah instead of actually just i like can hear you just fine though figuring you answer your question. <laughs> you're michael very decides loud. to like completely stop the show <laughs> because <laughs> he's worried that he's not talking couldn't hear myself anymore <laughs> yeah. i was like oh my god did i just die yeah i'm not, I'm not gonna let you drown and burn <laughs> on this what death feels like i can't hear myself now we have to admit we're like Kristen's not here she isn't it's boggs producing yeah boggs is running the board tonight so, so. Look for be, epic fail. To be fair, though, that's probably the headphone amp because we need to replace that. Yeah. Hey, we should put that instead of the beer run money that uh, we have up there for the donation. We should and do headphone amp. Of. <laughs> yeah, hey, if we put headphone amp up for the show, it might it might kick up. Glad you just mentioned that. I will do the whoring real quick for us, and that'll give uh, Eric a chance to drink some beer. Um, be sure to <laughs> we're not go drinking with, on the jab. Be sure to add us onto the Twitter at the Intel Saviors. Go to uh, Facebook, Podbean.com, iTunes, any of them. Type in. The intellectual savers in a search, you'll find us, add us, subscribe, comment, all that kind of fun stuff. You know, suggestions are welcomed. We probably won't take them under advisement, but, you know. You never know. Our people know might we contact will. your people. Well, I, I did get a suggestion the other day, uh, maybe go into racism. I actually have that at my house. I have a little note card of stuff when I think of things, and we haven't talked about racism yet, nope, but that, that'll definitely happen. Yeah, I mean, But anyway... Yeah, enough about fucking Actually, when we shows. when we bring that up, I want to bring up the economics of discrimination too, because there's a lot. Man, of, you love some economics. There's of, a lot yeah, of everything. Of he jacks that. off to economic books at night. <laughs> Dude, he is fuck porno. I want to do not a even whole, gay porn works on him. It's just economic books. It's really weird. I want to do a whole show on economics and just turn it over to Boggs, and we'll see how much he really has. Oh, dude, I've got all sorts of shit about oh, economics. Hey, freefer. <laughs> this is the freefer. This is uh, the freefer. Damn it. We've been freefering for I got no stories. So seven this minutes, is the bro. Oh, uh, nobody's got any stories. Well, the only thing I got is uh I guess telling uh our buddy over here, Boggs, before the show. But he asked me if I had the dick a week. I said I got because this is final episode of twenty twelve. 
So I wanted to go ahead and do my dick of the year. And like I told him, I put a lot of thought into this. I spent about maybe five, 10 minutes trying to figure out who I wanted to use for this. And it was kind of tough because there's so many candidates out there. I mean, you could go for the easy ones. Like Eric had brought up a uh, Westboro Baptist church, but they I didn't bring that up. My, that, that was yeah, me. Boggs oh, was that Boggs? Oh my yeah. God. Boggs had a good suggestion, but it was a great suggestion. Wow. It, but, That's an easy target though, but they're easy. easy. easy target. It's like, uh, everybody knows they're douchebags besides for them. Exactly. Even they might know that they're douchebags. And like the week before last year, I could have went with that, that fucktard who killed those uh, kids up in connect. I mean, those are easy ones, but what I try and do, like I said before, is I try and find someone who's got a little bit of a forum and is out there and just says just ridiculous, crazy shit for no reason. And I thought about who has been completely psychotic for the whole year has been in the news from January until just recently. And I thought of the perfect person, Donald Trump. He wins my (laughs) dick of the year. He started out the year uh, flirting with the whole Republican primary scene, you know, saying, well, if they don't have any good candidates and they don't get someone in there, it's a real conservative stuff, then I'm going to step in and do it. So he kept threatening the whole time through the primaries that he was going to step in and take over. And, uh, of course, that never came to fruition. And then he turned around and started that whole birther thing again, where he was going to get a team of investigators to go to Hawaii to go start digging through to look up information to prove that, you know, Obama wasn't born in here, you know, is not an American. Of course, I don't remember... Uh, there ever being a conclusion to that so i guess something must have happened uh, his team didn't quite find the info he wanted and then of course obama released a certificate and then um right before the election he did that bribery thing where he asked you know if uh you know if obama would release his college transcripts or hell i don't even know what all else he wanted then he was going to give what like a million dollars or something five to a charity million. five million and i love the first charity he mentions on his little video was uh inner city youth it's like well, why would you bring them up first <laughs> for obama so <laughs> trying to trying to do a little backhanded thing yeah like, and then he finished off i'm not racist see i want inner city he actually to have good stuff and it sucks too because i thought of that and i should have looked it up but he actually made a couple quotes about how, like the typical white guy thing like i have you know friends that are black or something and he had some because he had said some shit earlier but um then he finished off strong because right after the election you know a couple months ago he went on a fucking tirade election night on a twitter and he had to go back and delete them saying you know basically that the, this is basically the end of the united states and you know and the electoral college is bullshit because at that point everybody thought that obama was going to win the electoral college and not win the popular vote so he was already tweeting that you know the election was rigged and bullshit because the electoral college and of course obama won both yeah and then he ended up having to go back and delete all those tweets <laughs> after the fact and whoops so yeah i'm gonna say he has been the one of the leaders of the fucking crazies this year and just because it has been such a political year i think he he easily won my candidate for dick of the year hopefully next year i'll have a better one i'll we'll keep up with it all year long and we'll see we should do like monthly winners yeah we should do a vote maybe like halfway through the year and we'll have a fucking we'll put the two for the halves of the year against each other and throw them up on the website or something and let people vote. That's a good idea. Maybe we'll I get like that 10 idea. or 12 people actually vote on it. I was going to go with, yeah, pretty much. It'll be like six people. It'll be the three of us and then our wives or girlfriends at the time. But at least, at least it gives a little bit of audience participation if they want. So we give yeah, them a chance. My wife, my wife like always admits she's never listened to the show once. Yeah, it's like okay. you haven't heard any of it. She's like, I, I'm sure it's funny, but no, I'll just watch it later. <laughs> um, Honey, it's a podcast. You don't watch it. You listen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whatever. So you got anything uh, for the free for? My Cowboys just lost. Oh my <sighs> god! Why you got to? That bring, was hard. Why you got to bring up old shit? 
Old shit, it happened like 10 minutes hey, ago. It's old shit. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they lost as soon as the game started. So it's I was about to say that. No, they, they lost there. when the season began, okay? Fuck you. It's true. It's true, and you know it. They lost when Jerry Jones didn't die in the offseason. Wow. <laughs> He's still was... general manager. That was harsh. Yeah. You know how we um, talk about taking, uh, making murder legal? There's one I'm going to add to my list. All right. Anything? Anything? Wow, I was... I guess not. I just got intensely put aside there with his murder list. Yeah, when Jerry Jones comes up missing, the cops are going to be coming after me now. Because of the podcast? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> the, the fucking one person I'll listen to this, I'll remember, go, hey, I remember that ass on that podcast. Saying something about so he reports you? Yeah. That's even worse. God damn it. <sighs> Thanks, listeners. Okay, well, since Boggs got nothing. Yeah, I got nothing. Um, before we get into the topic... I just wanted to go on somewhat of a positive note, so it's just not completely negative towards uh, Christianity. Somewhat positive. You know, somewhat. Um, but today, actually, I was at the grocery store picking up uh, some provisions, you know, brews and some other stuff. Provisions. Um, but there was a truck in front of me, and instead of like a god bless texas or god bless america support our troops blah 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 blah. you know the typical shit that you always hear the bumper sticker said god bless the world hmm it's like they're inclusive yeah it's a little different i was actually sort of like i was like hey you know like at least they're i mean yeah they still believe in an imaginary friend and everything (laughs) but at least they in that kind of aspect they're more like you said, inclusive, and maybe they have a little bit more, uh, not such of the religious zealot tendencies. I mean, I don't know that for a fact, but you know, that, that seems like something that somebody would do is if they did have something that said, God bless the world, they're actually caring about the world, not just what's relative to them. To be fair, they do have a lot of missionary work in the churches that go and do stuff. But there's a reason for yeah, that. Yeah, but it's a backhanded thing. Yes. See, they go off and do that, and then they're like, oh, you see, we did all this stuff because God loves you. Here's a Bible. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's and all about it's, it's all about spreading the word. Yeah, yeah. it's spreading the word. It has, it has nothing to do with it. And that's why I, I fucking hate that morality has been hijacked by religion. And it's just absolutely disgusting to me to think that, you know, when you think of, like, disaster relief and all that stuff, you think about... Oh, the religious folks coming out and helping. Well, yeah, that's great and all. It's it's awesome that they want to help. Completely get that. But you don't have to bring your religion with you. You can leave that at home. You can help out people and not say, oh, I did it because God. And then try and fucking convert them or whatever. But that's what they do. So to me, yeah, it's a positive thing, but it's a very negative thing too because you're also giving them... uh, a lot of reasons not to give a shit about anything around them. Like yeah, a lot of the Christians around here do. Yeah, but in their minds, you know how it is with with them. They believe that everything good that happens to them, like they're empowered by the Lord, so they want to spread that empowerment to others. So they, in their eyes, they're doing a good thing. I mean, oh, I understand because I think that, they're you know if they don't believe in God, they're going to burn in hell forever. Yeah. It, that's the whole like vicious circle that they have see to them they're they're saving you in the long run yeah Yeah. that that's the thing it's a vicious circle so they believe in this fictitious god they believe that they're supposed to help out other people but they're also supposed to believe that they can convert people and then they're also supposed to believe that by converting people they're doing good because then they're saving them and not going to hell it's just it's a vicious vicious cycle when we talk about this topic too when we get there 
I think this is the evangelical side to this is a really good thing to bring up when you talk about how did they do this in the past? Well, if you didn't believe and you fought against that and you didn't really like the church, they killed you. <laughs> That's about what I'm going to go into. Conquistadors, anyone? Anyone? Before we get into morality, I wanted to go into the kind of beginning of the popularity of the Christian religion. Um, for hundreds of years, the Christian religion was persecuted. And yeah, they did have reason to cry foul because they were not allowed to worship appropriately. Uh, they weren't really endorsed by any kind of state when a lot of religions were endorsed by states. And, uh, you know, everybody knows about Christians being fed to lions at games and all that kinds of stuff. Um, but then uh, Constantine the Great, which I'll kind of, I don't know about the great part, uh, got converted uh, to uh, Christianity. That's when the turning point happened. He came into power. He was converted into Christianity. And yeah, that was pretty much his campaign was uh, pagans were evil. Uh, they destroyed a lot of pagan temples and uh, they stopped all funding to any kind of uh, pagan worship sites or anything like that. They destroyed everything pagan and it just went into this huge feverish notion and uh, they had a lot of uh, friars and um, fuck, can't remember the names, but preachers and stuff that were revered and were honored because they would sack temples, pagan temples. They would burn pagans, uh, crucify them. So it was like a huge flip flop. It was, uh, well, you don't believe in the Roman gods and you believe in this Christian God. We're going to throw you to, to the lions and then it swapped. Is oh, you don't believe in the Christian God, so we're just going to burn you because you're pagan and you're a witch. And that just from that point on, it just took a huge downward spiral. And now, and, and I think it's funny because a lot of Christians use the argument, well, it's it's very popular. There's a reason. It's because God wants it to be popular. No, it's because Constantine the Great got in there and said, oh, you don't believe what I believe, so I'm just going to kill you. Straight up. <laughs> and really i mean you're put to that there's not a lot of people that are going to go no I, I still believe in paganism and all that stuff no when you're threatened by death and you got to imagine like what it was like back then i mean it, it was so easy for anything to happen to anybody and it, the culture was just so different and it was commonplace for people to be drug out in the streets and just fucking executed right then and there with no trial or nothing. It was just commonplace. So yeah, of course, people are going to be outwardly and be like, no, we're Christian. See, look at our crosses. <laughs> like, Those are better days. Regardless of whether or not they actually were, it presented that and that just flowed through it and people were raised just seeing all Christian symbols and knowing only Christianity and that just spawned another generation and just progressed therefore. And if it would have been any other religion, America would be the other religion. Guarantee it. I wonder if they rode around on chariots with the little fish symbols on their back of their cards. <laughs> I wonder if they compared clothing once a week. <laughs> That's what my question is. Uh, I'm pretty sure they attended church, but we'll, I don't know if they really we'll, compared clothing. We'll Google that. They, we'll, they compared we'll sashes. I do know that the Greeks were having orgies and stuff, because I've read the Bible when Paul was writing about that. Oh, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> like I said, the good old days. Whatever happened to that? So... Yeah. When you're thinking about how great your religion is and how God wanted it to be popular and that's why it is popular, you got to remember the reasons why. It's because it killed a whole bunch of people that didn't believe in it otherwise. 
Which by today's standards would be considered immoral, correct? I would think so. Mm. But it really depends on, you know. I mean, no, I mean, that happens in other places, but I'm saying here in America. No, I'm I'm still of the (laughs) opinion. If somebody was burned at the stake for not believing in Christianity, trust me, that would be a huge fucking deal. I think the Westboro Baptist Church would be completely fine with that. I was going to say. Yeah, they would. But and they're I think a very that, small radical sect. Well, gonna, let me tell you now: if you if you take a, a Muslim and burn them at the stake, I actually don't think there's very many Christians in the nation that would really rise up against that. I was gonna say I don't know, man. With uh, like the, those mosque protests that they had in New York, and then like you know, of course, after nine eleven, with the hatred that kind of came up against uh, Muslims and stuff, and you had some of the other mosques that were like defaced, or some of them were burned to the ground, and some of the things. I, I mean, burning someone specifically, a person to death. Yeah, I mean, that's you're probably not going to see that. But I think that's kind of like today's society. That's their way of doing it. We'll just burn down the mosque instead. I mean, I think it's on par. It's just complete you know, disregard to the other religions and stuff. I the other thing with this, though, and I, I do think that this is true of a lot of people in this society. Um, and we actually brought this up when we saw that commercial for that new movie. The, uh, fuck, what's it called? Gangster Squad or whatever? Yeah, Gangster mm-hmm. Squad. Yeah. It's, it's sensationalized ends justifying the means. And that's what that is. That whole, like, it was like, no mercy, all justice, all of them are cool cops. You know what I'm saying? Like, that kind of mentality. The ends don't justify the means in which you get there. But that's not an idea that most people hold. Most people, like, you know, V for Vendetta? Remember that movie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with that. He was a vigilante, and he killed people. Yeah. Okay, that's not a good thing. That's not like, I realize that... For that setting, it was great that he changed a culture, and that's fine if you think of that in a peaceful... But it's never okay to just fucking kill people. It's just not an acceptable behavior. So, you know, I think the problem with most of this is because they're a different religion, because they're a different race, for whatever reason, they're not a preferred group. I don't think they would have a problem with a burning. I just don't. I think you would see a couple of people kind of come to light, and I think you would probably see, I don't know throw a number out there maybe 15% of them be like wow that was really wrong we shouldn't be doing that that's not Christian but those are the 15% that actually read the book and went hmm Christ was actually a pretty cool guy oh I think you'd see a lot of people come out and condemn it but behind the scenes I think they'd be like "Hmm, I can tell you I can tell you right now as far as like people in my family are concerned they if it was like oh yeah he was just a Muslim that's what that's their perception was it was just a Muslim it was just an atheist it was just not a Christian yeah, it'd be worse if it's an atheist, because we're the worst. We're worse than uh, rapists and murderers, right? <laughs> well, that actually seems to contradict their own belief. Yeah, because they read. Well, I'm saying, like, <laughs> if, if a Christian... No, I'm just saying on the basis. Like, you don't even have to read this to understand this. A Christian dies, according to them, they're going to heaven, right? Mm-hmm. An atheist or a Muslim dies, they're going to hell, right? Mm-hmm. You should mourn the death of those that are going to burn forever. Uh, I've never read that ever. I'm just saying, like, in general, that's just, duh. You should mourn them more. Yeah, I did. Right? I don't think so. Why not? Because they don't care about you. See, at the end of the day, I think they're But then why do they want to convert me? Because on their judgment day, they want to be known as a good person. And you made the choice. Oh, it's all about them. It's it's a selfish thing. thing That's the thing that's, like, so hard to, to pin down with a moral stance like that. Is how moral are you? That's why one of the things that I loved when I was a Christian, when I read the book, you know, when they went to pray and Jesus said, hey, go pray. You know what he said? He said, go to your house and freaking lock the door and then pray. You know why? Because what we're doing right now in Christianity is the same thing they did then 
And it's like all this public display of how pious and my. Have you ever seen the movie Saved? Did you ever no. see that movie? Dude, go watch the movie Saved because it is fucking hilarious to start with. But it's about this. It's about how pious people make themselves look and how fucking shitty they are to everybody else. They're so judgmental within their own cliques. Yes, people definitely use God as a uh, failsafe well, to kind of show that they're a good person. And one thing we when we said, you know, let's we'll do a show this week. We're going to do it on kind of morality, um, more or less on Christian beliefs and morality and how it all kind of ties in, like what's considered moral the other way. And I, I just, I mean, I'd heard this before, and this is kind of why I've always thought too, just succinctly. It's like Christians, kind of why you summarize um, morality with them. It's like in the Christian's eyes, it's more important or less important, like what a person, how a person behaves or acts as opposed to what they believe in. Like you could be the most, um, you know, most good worthy person ever, you know, you do all these great deeds. You're just a loving person. You don't do any, you don't have any major vices. You can work with all these charities, do whatever you want. But if you don't believe in the Lord, you're done. I mean, you're dead, you're going to hell, you're burning for eternity. However, if you're a good Christian, you can touch kids, do whatever the fuck you want to do. And as long as you, you know, repent for your sins and you give yourself to the Lord, you can basically, you're still going to go to heaven. You can be resolved of all those sins that you committed or any evil acts. It's such a, it's a, such a warped fucking mindset, you know? Well, and this is kind of my response to all Christians who think that I just shit on the religion, which I do, but to all Christians who want me to respect their religion, all I have to say is tell me again how you think that people that don't believe in your God should burn forever in hell. Plain and simple. <laughs> like, you think that I'm passing judgment? No, you're passing ultimate judgment. You're thinking that I'm going to burn forever and actually probably hoping for it too, as sick and twisted as that is. Because of this show. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the truth. It's like, you want me to respect <laughs> your religion. Awesome. You want me to respect your religion, but you're threatening me. That's exactly what it is. It's a direct threat to you. Hey, if you do not believe this, you're going to burn in hell. That is a threat. Mm-hmm. I don't threaten any religious person whatsoever. It's like we always say, it's fear tactics. I never do that. I never threaten them with Why anything. Why would you want to control a populace They threaten fear, me. I am a product of a result of a reaction of what they do. That's exactly what I am. But a lot of the Bible is like that, though. There's so many things that basically, you know, say things about, you know, God's wrath on you. And if you don't do this, you don't do that. You're going to go to hell or this is, you should be condemned to hell. This or, is one of the reasons why I started questioning faith to begin with was on a moral stance. Um, when you talk about the, actually, I guess, you know, let's get to this when we talk about the history of the compilation of the Bible. You want to keep going with the rest of the history lesson before I get to that? I mean, not really. All that, all that I can really say is that the early adopters of Christianity in power were bastards and just killed everybody who didn't believe otherwise and destroyed temples and just, just fucked up everything. So what you got there, son? Well, what I was going to say is part of the reason why I, I founded a principle for me of, you know, questioning why the Bible was true or wasn't true or whatever it was. Um, when it was compiled, and I, I suck with history, and I don't remember the Catholic Council that put this together, but the King James Version of the Bible was put together by a Catholic Council and then retranslated twice, right? There was one for Greek, and there was one for Hebrew, because you had the Torah, and then you had the New Testament. Yeah. So... It's not really a question of whether or not those books were great information or not. It was a question of, why did they burn other copies of other books? Like the Gospel According to Mary. Why was that burned? 
Anybody have an answer for me? <laughs> I've actually seen some stuff on the uh, the books of the Bible that were left out, but I don't have a lot of information on that. So, who does? Yeah, I was about to say I've never read the other books, so there's very the only reason that left. I can think that they I was going to say there's not much. The only reason them. why they would burn other ones is because there's stuff in there that they don't want me to know. Exactly. And that's the point to me is most of the time when you talk about something like that, there's this element of deceit that I don't know how much truth I'm getting. So, because I've, I mean, I've had arguments with people all the time about like, did Christ exist? Well, he had to exist. It's historically proven that he's no, existed. No, it's not at all. No. I'm like, okay, great. Well, let me go research that. So I start looking it up and it's a lot of the information is kind of credible, maybe. I don't know. It's it's anyone's guess at this point, but I've never found any any sort of proof that's just said, you know, uh, we set up our calendar towards this, and this is when he was born, this is when he died, these are the circumstances. There's no historical evidence for that. Well, it's like, it's, I used to always tell them, I, I've had plenty of exes and stuff, and all of them have been Christians and everything, you know, and I've always had to force myself to do the church here and there, and I, and I you know, kind of argue back and forth. I mean, I always told them, I was like, look, when they find Noah's Ark or, you know, something like that, and I need to see some fucking f- physical proof. I mean, even, even then, how would you know it's Noah's Ark? I, mean, I, I know. I'm just, but like, um, how many historians were there at that during the time of Jesus's actual reign? I mean, there's what, about 10 or 12, I think, documented historians, and none of them ever wrote anything uh, about Jesus. No, you're actually thinking of uh, Roman historians. Uh, well, I mean, there were, I think it was like seven. Um, and only like one of them had a uh, there was like a reference. There was like one reference. But it it was wasn't a sentence. Yeah, and it wasn't actually. And it referenced a Cristo. Yeah, a Cristo. Not even it didn't have a full name. The problem Which with Christ that, was a uh, Cristo was like a term that was Christ is a, a title though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, it was, was like Jesus thrown of around Nazareth. A lot. That's what I'm saying. It was thrown so, around a lot, so it could have been anybody. But of course, these Bible readers fucking take it. No, but there's like other templates that are out there that claim to have some kind of thing. But all of them have been proven. To be forgeries, but you would every think every single one of them. You would think that's uh, awkward. Even that one with the Christo reference, I think they said that one. They're not even certain. If yeah, that, that one. They're starting authentic. to be. They're starting to be uh, some question marks surrounding that one. So really, I mean, ultimately, there there is absolutely zero historical evidence of a Jesus. And you the would only think thing that we have are these fables in a book. And you would think, you know, this that obviously cannot be used as a history reference because historians do not use the Bible as a reference for anything. You think after this... <laughs> what about all the begat parts? <laughs> Nothing. Damn, dude, that's a lot of... See, that's the thing that... That's another thing about... They don't, stuff because... Is, Damn, man, you have to prove a lot of The stuff in the Bible shit. doesn't line up with what they know of history. Makes sense to me. But that's the thing, is like... There's deceit that surrounds that at some point. At some level, no one has ever answered that question for me. Why did they burn those books? I just did. Because <laughs> there's stuff in there that they don't want you to read. That's the, But that's the answer they don't want to tell you. They don't want to say that. They don't want to say, yeah, my religion has deceitful things that they've said to us before, and we believe in the book that they threw in front of me. That's not what they want to say to you. Of course not, because that would make them look like a fool. Nobody wants to look like a fool. So here's my question to that. Especially when it comes to something that's so deeply emotional to them. Right. And so ingrained. And then on top of that, you have to really think that these people honestly, truly believe, and some of them actually believe that even if they question, they will burn in hell. That that in itself is blasphemy. Just questioning. Yeah, because thinking for yourself and trying to figure out the truth to anything at all, that's bad. <laughs> and, that's the, and that's the point. Like, how, how, how can you hold to these moral holdings of, like, I'm a good moral Christian person when everything that you believe in is a lie? 
which is exactly what deceit is. If you don't tell me the full truth, yeah. that to me is lying by default. I mean, how can you call yourself morally correct when you, you know, don't follow up with stuff like that? Well, how- when, it, when it comes to objective moral codes, there are three uh, predominant uh, types. You have uh, from God. You have it evolves or it comes from human nature. Or it comes from rational principles that all rational people must recognize. Uh, the problem with the God one is exactly that. They're, they themselves can't agree with what God wants them to do. Denominations. Um, and even then, like even just like things that seem simple, there's giant question marks like, thou shalt not kill. <laughs> Seems great, but I mean, does that include everyone? Does that include enemies? What about animals? It just says thou shalt not kill. It doesn't say a person. We need to get... I got a thing on... What t- about self-defense? I was going to say, I got a thing on Ten Commandments. We can go through Capital those. punishment. I actually don't like capital punishment for that very reason. But I'm saying, like, <clears throat> it's it's vague. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not kill what? I was going to say... What exactly? There's not... And they, they argue amongst themselves. So to say that you get morality from God is completely void it's null like it doesn't even exist because there's you can't even can't even come to a consensus together i love love jim jeffries on that point what why why are christian values a load of shit it's the fact that you had to write them down (laughs) you couldn't know internally not to kill people yeah well they have some i mean because i was looking over this i had a thing on the ten commandments and the morality of them and you know like they have the one about you know honor your parents and stuff and there's like verses about honoring your mother and father um, you know, of course that if you don't do that, of course, you know, you're not being moral, you're not being a good person stuff. And they're like, well, what if your parents, you know, are abusive towards you or molest you or this and that you still have to honor. It's like, there's gotta be some different. And, and by honoring him, like if your parent was doing something to you, you can't go and tell on him because then you're not honoring them. You know what I mean? It's like, there's all these gray areas. If you read within like how the Bible is written and stuff. And like you're saying with the do not kill, it's like, well, then it's funny because all these, like, to go on a political spectrum, you know, all the conservatives are usually pro-death penalty and everything else. Well, then again, you're making up your own rules. It's like, well, it says, you know, do not kill. Well, do you just get to pick and choose? Well, we can't do abortions because that's taking, you know, God's children. But we can kill these other people off, you know, for these crimes that they committed. We'll take, you know, we'll take it into our own hands and make that judgment. It's like, well, I thought the Lord was the final judgment. Exactly. (laughs) This is why I don't like capital punishment is that very reason. You have this weird, and then, you know, that's the thing is like, what kind of morality do you want for your state is another question that you could ask. And we should probably bring up moralities of like how our legalities work out Um, because of this, you know, it, I know this is probably a, a pretty trite example, but one of the best, you know, morally good type groups I've ever seen in any sort of our media or our culture has been the Jedi in Star Wars. <laughs> they take prisoners. They don't kill unless they have to, right? It's all, it's always a self-defense kill. Have you ever played, like, Knights of the Old Republic? But see, how they keep bringing that up? They're like, we don't kill anybody. We take prisoners no matter how again, evil they are. If you're doing self-defense, that still doesn't... There's nothing that says it. It's, Thou shalt not kill. It doesn't say even if you're defending yourself. There's no gray. That's what I'm saying. You, if you're right into that, that's totally a gray area. It's like you're you're still going against the commandment. It doesn't matter if you're defending yourself. It doesn't matter if this person's you know raping your wife or 
you know, going at your son with a knife or something, if you take his life, you've committed a sin against one of the God's, you know, special commandments that we all yeah. have to adhere by. I know. Well, and, the Jedi aren't Christians either, but... Yeah, they're fucking... They're pagans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pagan well, faggots. It's, they're built on a lot of Eastern religion ideas, but... Yeah. I like that one a lot because... Their state that they've required is like, if you've committed a crime against our society, we don't kill you for it. You know, there are other things we do. Imprisonment mm-hmm. being the big one. And so, Eric had brought this one to the show, and then the other one, you know, the do not steal. And Eric had brought it before in the past, you know, like, you're going to hold it against someone who steals a loaf of bread to feed his family or something as compared to something. You know what I mean? It's like, how do you justify, you know, what's, you know, what situation might may make it moral compared to... I, I don't know. I mean, it's like you're going to have someone who, like some homeless, a beggar in the street, they can die of starvation, and that's morally ethical for us to just sit back and let them do that. But they steal a loaf of bread to, you know, to keep themselves going. Then we delve into their life and discover <laughs> that they were just irresponsible drug addicts. Well, that- but I mean, and then the other one, you know, of course, is uh, about lying, you know, not to lie. It's like, Okay, how many Christians don't lie to their kids every Christmas since we just had Christmas <laughs> right. about Santa Claus or the Tooth Fairies or Easter Bunny? It's like, it's a fucking lie. You're lying to them. I mean, how it's, you can just look at everything. Oh, it's a gray. Or, no, it's, that's the fucking commandment. If you're going to live by it, live by the fucking commandment. You know what I mean? It's like there's no gray area on it. And it's like all these are just bullshit. I mean, they just get picked around and they just pick and choose what they want. And like I said, it, it doesn't matter to them. With Christians, it's not about deeds, you know. It's like, we don't care what you do and how good it is. It's all about your belief. If you don't have belief in the Lord, it doesn't matter how many good things you do. It's not good enough. And um, I think it's a more moral crime for you to not be educated on that either because there's a lot of them that— I was in a church group one time. I'm sitting next to my buddy from high school. We're very well-read people. In fact, I want to have him on the show at one point because he's a conservative-minded guy. And if we're going to argue with somebody that's conservative, I want it to be with him because he will actually challenge what we think, what we believe, you know, how we uh, approach a lot of it. Because he's educated. He's smart. You know what I'm cry. saying? I'll make him fucking cry. No, he's, no, you, don't, you won't. <laughs> I promise me you won't make him cry. But anyway, um, but we're sitting there and we're at this church thing. This is like, I'm a sophomore in high school. And this girl across from us is bringing up this point. I don't even remember her point what she was trying to say because it baffled me that she didn't even realize that Catholics were Christians. <laughs> I, I seriously don't remember what we're talking about. It's some parable lesson and she just goes, you know, I just don't think it really matters what you are, whether you're Christian, whether you're Catholic, whether you're Muslim. And as soon as she said Catholic, I looked at Josh and he's like, just don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> and he had to like shut me up in the middle of this because it was so stupid with this. How do you not know that Catholicism is part of Christianity? Dude, according to them, they are Christianity. If you ask a Catholic, they are fucking Christianity. I know. <laughs> they won't even fucking... They don't acknowledge anyone who's Protestant. No, no, not at all. Believe me, I've got a friend who's diehard Catholic, and he's basically like, dude, we're the first, we are the only Christian religion. You know, anybody else is just fucking... It's Protestant. And they're probably all going to hell in their eyes, according yes. to the way they think. Yes, because, and this is the other thing, Free, for There are a couple of different denominations that bring up, you can only make it to heaven if you're baptized in their church. Church yeah. of Christ is one denomination that does that. Catholicism is another. Mormonism is another. If you're not baptized in that church, you're hellbound. That's amazing. I mean, how So they... even within that own religion, they can't even figure out, because you were baptized in a different fucking building, it's amazing. you're going to heaven or not. I mean, just, like, what the fuck? Like I said, it's so hardcore, man. It doesn't care what you do, just what you believe. There's this thing I saw, and it's pretty funny. 
this guy said, I once prayed uh, to God for a bike, but quickly, quickly found out it didn't work that way. So I stole the bike and then prayed for his forgiveness. Which is, isn't that the way Dude, to go? You know what's funny? <laughs> where, did you, was, where did you get that? I just saw the quote. It's on, I don't have a name on like who said wow, it. Wow, I, I can th- actually tell you who said that because I know him personally. His name's Gus Lant. <laughs> you know him he's, personally. He's a, yeah, he's a card shop owner that I, I think, used to play at. I think he must have stole that from somebody. He probably did. Asshole. Yeah. He is an asshole. You know what else he said, though, that was really funny? He's like, it's 364 days before Christmas and people already have their fucking lights up. <laughs> I thought that was funny, too. It is kind of funny. Eric didn't think it was funny. He didn't Not laugh. at all. Not Eric, amused. Eric, you're a big douche. They're saving them because since they really don't know when Jesus was born, according to the Bible, it's probably like springtime or early summer. So they're just leaving them up until then. So we can. It's like we don't know the exact date. We'll just leave them up year round and we're bound to hit it. I don't know, man. I, I don't get it at all. Oh, oh. I was just giving you hand signals because we don't have uh, Kristen's handy dandy little note seen cards. The box was just doing it over there with his hand. That was gross. <laughs> Bence was. Staring at me intently. Yep. He took his glasses off. I got some, uh, I had a couple of the verses and stuff kind of on my segment of uh, the God is fucking evil and he destroys families. This is the immoral side of God, according to the Bible. Because the Bible's got so many, like what you would consider morality, it's got so many quotes and lines about, you know, things that Jesus said or about God that seem very immoral. I mean, even maybe by the commandments themselves or I love some of these. So it's, um, I found this thing. It was kind of based on, you know, how God is really here to destroy families. And uh, I looked these quotes up because I read them and I was like, uh, and they sound funny and I love them, but they can't be right. So I busted out my fun time, little Bible and stuff. And I did some Bible study and, um, they, these are accurate. Um, this one's from Matthew 10, uh, 34 through 37 it says, Think not that I come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. For I have come to set up, excuse me, set a man variance against his father and the daughter against the mother and the daughter-in-law against the mother-in-law. And a man's foes shall be found in his own household. And then uh, this other one says, Suppose ye that I come to give peace on earth, I tell you nay, but rather division. For henceforth there shall be five in one house divided, three against two, two against three. The father shall be divided against the son, son against the father, mother against the son, and it just keeps going. I just love that. And then there's uh, another quote where he basically says the same thing about he came to divide. He And it says, you know, if you honor your mother or father above me, then, you know, basically you are shall be dead my eyes or if you you know love your children ahead of me then you'll be dead my eyes it's just it's it's like oh that's nice thanks thanks god yeah there's there's plenty of verses that show that god's just a giant little fucking baby oh you don't believe in me guess what i'm gonna do to you yeah he's not fun times that's for certain i wouldn't invite him to a party is what he is he'd really fucking bring it down well, they would argue that that's Old Testament stuff and that the New Testament broke that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick and choose. Pick I, and choose. I know. And most of these are Old Testament, but I don't really give a shit. I mean, I don't understand what the difference is. It's still supposed to be the Word of God. I mean, regardless, how do you just brush it to the side, which is what they all do? Oh, well, that's Old Testament. It's like, would he have a change of heart after the fact? Maybe he, like, killed someone and went, oh, shit. Yeah. Well, it doesn't even make sense. Like he lined up with his old age. Why he would do some of the things that he did? Like seriously, like what if you're this powerful God? Like 
why do you have to send down and rape some girl and have her birth your kid who's in like human god guy and then have him sacrificed just to all accomplish like the saving of humanity why can't you just go you know what change my mind oh you mean like you mean like noah's ark where he drowned the whole world and killed all the innocent people women children men who inhabited the earth to prove a point i guess to cleanse us is there even evidence of that uh there are evidences of floods like in regions but Mm -hmm. not like uh, a world flood now no i didn't think so no they've they've tried to no. Pinpoint it. Yeah. There, there are evidences of uh, world freezing. Well, yeah. We have evidence of that. But as far as like a global flood, no. Only in like specific regions and areas. Huh. Yep. But you also have to imagine that the people that wrote the Bible, they're only looking at the world that's relative to what's around them, which is not that much. Well, this is an, uh, a point in time where the, our understanding of the world was very limited also. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anytime that you have anything weird happen at all, how else would you describe that if you're a superstitious person with no scientific evidence of anything? That's ultimately what I think most religion is, is it's just, it's a way to explain the world that they don't understand. And that's it. Because our human brain, we have the capacity to understand. And we have to come up with some kind of reason why things happen. Otherwise, it just doesn't make sense and it seems utter chaos and most people just become depressed with it. So they have to create these reasons like, oh, I don't know why storm clouds come. So I'm just going to create this God that does it. Oh, I don't know why there's this big flood. I'm just going to create a God that does it. And then whenever something bad happens, they must be angry at me. Whenever something good happens, oh, they must be happy with me. So it's creating something and then giving it fulfillment by acknowledging it for the positives and the negatives in your life when actually in complete reality it's not even there so the other point we were going to make with this particular episode was like sexual morality Mm. too bad Kristen's not here for this part yeah (laughs) now I just just miss her damn (laughs) no uh, the uh, the point I wanted to make it's a really small point but (laughs) but, uh, it doesn't matter Anyway, so Don't pivot, man. God damn it. <laughs> uh, the the point I was gonna make is like how different our morality is since basically you know any any time that you know a Greco Roman type society has been, uh, I guess at the focal point of world politics. I guess that's a good way to put it. But since you know the the Greco Roman empire empires have fallen, sexual morality has changed basically completely around from where it was and one of the things i brought up was like if you look at spartan society one of the things that the spartans did that um i don't think this is exactly moral either when when it comes to like you know they they took like seven-year-old boys and beat the shit out of them until they learned how to not cry yep yeah that's one of the that's one of their first ways of training you in the army so when you get hit with an arrow you break the arrow off and keep marching but the other thing that they did and this was out of a sign of respect was fellatio to older soldiers so you'd have like, you know, seven to ten year old boys giving head to some older soldier as a sign of respect that, you know, this is old soldier guy that's been fighting a lot longer than you. Is that why you wanted us all to dress like Roman Empire warriors during Halloween? I just wanted you to bring a spear and a sword. But anyway, I was about the, to say uh, that that's Spartan is just a spear and a sword. They fought naked. I saw a yeah, great documentary light. on that. I think it was called hop Caligula. Lights. I don't think that's true. Anyway, so uh <laughs> But the, just it was, in it case was you didn't know out there, the movie 300 is not 
totally historically accurate. No. <laughs> it's not? No. In fact, the, it, it wasn't just 300 soldiers. It was 300 Spartans leading like 1,300 people into this cave of a bunch of Greeks. They just happened to lead the army. Yeah. Leonidas died like in the middle of a scuffle. And then they chopped him up. He died while he's giving fellatio to one of his. But uh, I mean, the Spartans were badasses. They were, and they were they born were and raised time. to be that way. But curiously enough, they were like the beginnings of uh, of capitalism. How so? We should go into that later because I'm still on the morality part. No, let's not go into that. I, I know that's weird to. that I turned away an economic lesson. Let's but go all back the same. to. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Back Please fuck this show in the ass. Let's do the economics part. No, the uh, the, uh, the Spartans were doing the will of God. No, that, I'm just saying that you know, look at how like think about that for a second. We're talking about a military branch, a small child sucking off a military person. Mm. That makes headline news worldwide today, doesn't it? <laughs> that's part of their history. That's, that's kind part of, of Greek history. Back then, it was just like yeah, it was a did. sign of respect. It was yeah. a sign that. You were a, a young student who was accepting advice and guidance from these older soldiers. You know, things really haven't changed. If you look at the Catholic Church, they've kind of maintained... Well, it's also because of the way that we view sexuality as well. Yes, that's my point, too, is the way that Christianity has morphed sex in we terms view of it as how a we view it. negative thing. Yes, big time. It's, unless you're married, it's a completely... It's an, how is it immoral to have sex before marriage? Why? Why is it an immoral thing? How is it inherent? And this is the thing I wanted to bring I think up. Yeah, that's the only time married they people are, have sex is before they're married. They are the best at demonizing malaprohibita type behavior. You know what I mean by malaprohibita? Yes, you've explained it on the show. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, Ben's always looks at me like I'm fucking stupid when I say that. No, I know they're the, now. But I they're the that worst. From you. But they're the worst at mal and say crimes. Like it's just it's inherent, and they don't care about it. It's like yeah. they just like gave up on those. But if it's malaprohibita, oh shit. We've got to make sure that you line up with all of the rest of society. So, but yeah, like if you look at just sex as, as an act itself, how is it moral or I think it's pretty amoral to me. There's not really a moral attachment to it unless the other person doesn't want it. Yeah. Then you're imposing. Well, that's kind of our point. I mean, sex is the, the whole point, isn't it? So we can procreate. Isn't that part of the deal? You've got to have sex, right? Well, their, their attachment is with marriage and it has to be between one man and one woman. And, but... Does it say in the Bible that you have to be married to have sex? I don't know that for a fact. Does it really say that anywhere? Yes. Uh, right, I'm pretty listen. sure it does. I can't list the verse off the top of my head. I think it? there's, there's sure evidence at least that that's the assumption you should make because Paul, in some of his letters, say it's better to marry than to burn with passion. Hmm. Hmm. Which, by the way, because he uses the word burn, I've heard some preachers say <laughs> that you burn in hell if you have sex before marriage because... Or maybe you Look just, at what Paul said. Or maybe you just get a fucking herpes or something real bad. Or... Sherpies. From well, sherpies. That, that also goes... <laughs> You know, because they've demonized it so much, like it's it's become like people ashamed of their bodies, and uh, you know we we we're supposed to cover up twenty four seven. And well, you know what? It's actually inspired, and this is the thing that I don't think people realize. You know, fetishes that too. But anytime that you talk about any business, it doesn't matter how this business is run. It doesn't matter, you know, how funny this sounds. But like, look at the porn industry; they target Christian men. Yeah. There's a reason that that happens, and it's not because the porn industry went and preyed on them. It's they're because they're so repressed. <laughs> it, it's because the porn industry. That's when they started. If like if you if you look at any industry when it's starting to be born or it's starting to figure out how it's going to come to fruition, and you look at their demographics, they have to do a lot of studies and research on where the fuck they're going to send their product. Well, where do you think it's been most successful? 
with Christian men. Televangelist. Uh, fun fact about porn. It is the forefront of uh, technology as far as like media. Hmm. When you look at like the battle between VHS and Betamax, do you remember Betamax? Yes, I do. Back in like the 80s, VH1 won. Do you know, want to know why? Because porn came out on VHS only. Nice. Um, you look at like uh, recently like HD DVD versus Blu-ray. HD DVD lost because porn went with Blu-ray. The reason why the internet got so fucking big, porn. No, no believe me. Easily ac- accessible on it. Easily accepted yeah. information. And I know that. very anonymous. Oh, too. yes, it is. Yes. You don't have to go to the store and show your face. Mm-mm. You can do it over the web. Granted, your internet provider knows exactly where you've been. God, that's such And your bitches. bank knows exactly where your credit card's being spent on. God damn. Even true. though they're like, oh, well, we're going to call it this company. It's like, well, yep. when they're getting these strange little 1995... Uh, bills from a whole <laughs> bunch of different guys' accounts. I think they kind of put those two parts together. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. But it, it's become that. And the reason why stuff like that, like VHS, HDDVD, and even DVDs, like they, they definitely propelled DVD sales a lot too. And the internet is is just that. It's because they've been, we're supposed to be so ashamed of our sexuality and wanting sex that it's supposed to be something done in a secluded area in your home by yourself. Yep. And that's why that industry has just prospered ridiculously. That's true, man. I think that's that is part of the reason. That's probably one reason we have a lot more like sexual crimes and stuff in this country. I think it is because it's so, you know, the Christian they do. They they make sex such an a bad well, thing, you know, and it's so many And also people. with when it comes to most uh sexual uh uh predators, it's it comes down to a control thing too. And I think that that has something to do with it as well, is that it's they feel like the woman has all the control because she's not allowing you to have sex with her. So they have to feel like they're in control, so they have to dominate that person. Make sense? Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm disagreeing with him. Whatever. But I, I, I honestly think that that is definitely a, a, a reality, and I think that that's the reason why these, these guys feel so... Uh, Pent they, up. Yeah, they they just don't. They have so much aggression towards women is because they they're so repressed and they feel like they hold all the power. It's, there's it, a lot of studies though. I will say this: I've I've been uh, since I was in the UTA department. One of them came out that was like a uh, there's a little test about I get about how like you know how aggressive men can be after they watch porn, and you're more aggressive after you've watched porn. We need to save this because we need to do a show on porn. We'll get there, <laughs> or but. <laughs> But we I'm do. not really sure. I'm not. I'm. This, this is where I, I have like a, a bit of cognitive dissonance with me. Is um, more Jesus, less porn. No, not so much. <laughs> not so much. But you know, from all the education that I've had f- through that program, they had a study that uh, it was basically set up where you would either you'd have people who would go into these rooms, and they would either have Everybody Loves Raymond or some sitcom up, just you know, trash TV, or they would have porn on. And any time that a uh, male had ever watched porn like that, they they set up this little like questionnaire thing, and there's supposed to be a woman in the other room, and she answers all these questions that they rattle off, and they control all the questions and stuff. But you have different things that you can do if she answers incorrectly. One of them is you send a message to her saying she's incorrect. The other one is you blast the room with just terribly loud sounds. And the third one is there's a screen that she can watch that's basically, you know, 
I think it was just like how, uh, like if, if you wanted to scroll the, the message, it would be like, um, you know, this message is incorrect. Or you just blast them with a really big neon bright pink sign. You know, there's, there's basically the point they set up is there's aggressive things you can do and there's non-aggressive things you can do. And after they were watching porn, they were always more aggressive for the most part. That was their tendency. So part of me is like, well, yeah, I guess that's, that's kind of a scientifically proven thing is you're more aggressive after that. The other part of me says there are more problems being repressed like this. You know, because you have a lot more. And I, we should actually look up and, and put on the website when we finish this episode uh, sexual crimes in the U.S. versus like J- Japan. No, we're not Fuck going to. You. <laughs> That's probably true. We're not. But all the same, I think if you look at Japan, there's a lot less sex crimes let's than get, there are here. Let's get back in more into the ripping on the Christians. Well, I, I was actually going to go more on the, the oh, morality stuff. Yeah, sex. But, well, yeah. But morality. morality. But I do agree. It's not a religious thing morality yeah. is a, it's not about believing in it's something a okay. cultural okay. conditioned response again it's not a religious thing but because most people are so-called christians around this thing like i said it comes down to if you don't believe in what they believe in you're an immoral person regardless of how good a person you really are that's what that's just the bottom line and i mean this country unfortunately it's not a christian country you know is founded on but unfortunately it's run by people who do consider themselves more Christian. So. But there are plenty of things that go through different civilizations and different cultures that we would deem inappropriate or uh, we would condemn. And it's just perfect commonplace. Like Mm -hmm. you said, the the young kids, you know, giving fellatio to older soldiers. It's a sign of respect. Uh, you also have other cultures that had cannibalism that was just completely acceptable. Human sacrifice that was completely acceptable. Gladiator games, of course, that's another mm-hmm. thing. You know, in our yeah, day, how it's, that? it's how football. That fucking... and yeah, we're, we're concerned with player safety. Yeah, we're concerned <laughs> with player safety, but when they get dementia when they're 60, we're like, what? <laughs> Gladiators need That actually, by effective. the way, the reason, and this is something people should really consider, you know why the NFL is concerned with player safety? Because they want to avoid the lawsuits when the people are 60 and they have dementia and they can't function anymore. But we did everything we could. But there's a lot of cultures out there that still do and some did. You know, they do painful forms of body modification, whether it be like uh, mutilation of genitals, uh, foot binding, which was a practice in China. Um, The neck extensions. And yeah, neck extensions. I mean, there's all kinds of different things that we either consider weird, taboo, or just straight up evil and uh we condemn it but we don't really look at our own morality within our civilization and think about what we're doing we're we're so focused on other people's stuff we're not really looking at what like a like football you know exactly that it it is our gladiator sport as of right now it really is i mean everybody wants to see the big hit people go to nascar to see the car crash we we absolutely uh, Adore it and love it. Why do you think those freaking uh, TV shows where it just shows people getting hurt over and over and over, getting broken bones or running into something really hard? It's the less bloody version of the gladiators. It's like that, you know, as society changes and stuff, like moral perceptions change, you know, like back then, like you said, they'd feed the people to the lions and stuff and they call it games and it'd be great fun and have their little 
fun times and applause and stuff. Now we'll go to races and stuff and hope people crash because you can't have tigers or lions running loose, you know, eating people. It's just you change as the, it goes on, you know, you change the conceptions of how things are so it fits the whatever time you're in. That's with the Bible, like you're talking about the Bible, you know, they rewrote it and then we just kind of forget about uh, and even then, like, like the old you're on the highway and there's a car crash. Do you turn your head to look? Fuck yes. Most people, dude, a lot of the traffic that's produced by I those. I don't. A lot of the traffic that's produced <laughs> by those. Put the finger up. Just keep going. <laughs> I don't. Well, yeah. I don't for two reasons. A, because it holds up everybody else because I'm a dumbass and I'm trying to see other people that are inflicted in pain just for my own amusement while I drive five miles an hour past them. And also... I don't think it's right for me to see that. I don't think it's that's their thing. Now, if they are needing help, absolutely. But if the paramedics are there and everything like that, and they're they've got definitely more professional people than I do. I don't yep. need to see that. I don't need to look at it. Well, that's the thing is uh, onlooker traffic is ridiculous. Yeah, it's, and it's I the see fact it all the time. That we go, oh my god, slow what the hell happened? And then oh, and I've shit, seen I like down. whole carloads of people just sitting there just yep. looking. And it's like they want to see it. They want to see the gore and the blood. And the they violence. want to. They want to see the red, uh, the red blanket come out. You know, signifying a dead body. You know, I have to be honest, man. If I'm held up in traffic for like a long time, if we're sitting there, and I've only moved like about a hundred yards and about you know a forty-five minute span, then I'm rooting for blood on the asphalt. I'm like, motherfuckers, better be dead if they're holding me up this long from getting where I need to go. That might is that sorry? Be, is yeah, that immoral? Yeah. yeah, you're kind of an asshole. Uh, I oh, would. so. I guess I need to go say a prayer tonight. I would say no, you just need to be a better person, Mr. Bentz. <laughs> so, anyway, we digress terribly. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I fucked uh, up. Damn it. I, I, I'm having a hard time finding it, but I did see a, a little report that showed uh, the different Jesus films that have been out there. So you had, like, uh, The Passion of the Christ, of course, is, like, the latest one. You also had Jesus Christ Superstar. You also had The Last Temptation of Christ and some other ones. So they had, like... And they're all victim movies. They well, make Christians victims in those movies. They love to... Christians are the biggest on victimhood, course, yeah. man. Uh, but, so, like, you had your singing, dancing Jesus <laughs> that didn't gross very well. Hello, my baby. Hello, You my had baby. your sexual Jesus, which was The Last Temptation of Christ, which did a little bit better, but it still wasn't that great. <laughs> That's the hot one. Then you Jesus. had your bloody Jesus, The Last Temptation of Christ, which is a yes. snuff film yes. and nothing more. And that was the highest grossing Jesus flick ever. Yep. Ever. And that goes to show you one thing. Christians love blood. Well, like I said, it's they also... They want the violence. It's that and the victimhood thing. They always... The Christians are always being persecuted. Oh, the war on Christmas. Oh, they're making us take down the Ten Commandments from the this. They're taking prayer out of schools. They they always want to play the victim. You know, that's that's part of it as well, though. And that was a perfect... That's a perfect movie. Yeah, they they brought that up several times since the uh, the Sandy Hook incident, too. Well, you took God out of school, so mm -hmm. you punished you with the <laughs> shooter. God that's, sent the shooter. That's why those children died, because... Th those fucking people took God out of the schools and they wouldn't let him protect their children in the schools. If they would invite him back into the schools, those kids would still be alive today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does that not make sense? I love the uh, the little Willy Wonka meme I saw on your site that was like, so if you brought God into schools, he would prevent these school shootings, huh? Well, tell me how many child molestation cases he's prevented in the churches. <laughs> in the churches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Hey, dude. I mean, yeah. he can't be everywhere at once. Well, this, this I thought he was omnipresent. Uh, this I was going to say, oh, wait. Oh, wait. <laughs> this, My is, bad. this is the point that I think we need to make here about the moral part to this is just because you believe 
in God or Jesus doesn't mean you're doesn't a moral make you person. Moral person. It doesn't Absolutely make you good. Not. It doesn't make you at all right. And morality changes depending on culture, and that's pretty much it. Well, when it comes to malapropism, I think most cultures agree on a couple of things, but even even the kill part is it's it's a gray area. And like, oh yeah, certainly. Is human sacrificing killing, or is it human sacrificing? Yeah, and even hmm. in, even in ours, I mean, you know, we we definitely we send our tr- troops out to go fucking bomb the shit out of people, and uh, you know, we we definitely oh those, you know, there there's collateral damage. There's there's some of the innocence that's lost, but we really don't think of it. Like I, I put up a quote, this is like a long time ago on Facebook, but the definition of terror is, uh, fuck. I, I completely lost my train of thought. It was a really good <laughs> one though. And that's how we're going to end the fuck. show right there. I'll have to look into it we again. And put fuck. That there, but yeah, I think we're going to end it. On <laughs> yeah, dude, on that's fuck. the best place possible. All right. Everybody. See you guys. Have slavery. a great one. Have a great new year. We love you so much. I love your